The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowered thoughts to further empower your human. I'm your host, Nkichin Waffer Robinson, and founder and CEO of EIMS. I'm an experienced technology executive, an author, an International Federation of Bodybuilding Pro Athlete, an inspirational speaker and viral sensation with speeches that have over 7 million views worldwide, and most recently awarded WXN Most Powerful Woman in Canada. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, I am back with another episode of the Empowered My Skin, the podcast. My next guest, like many things of beauty, it's super began as a dream and a way to find a place in the diverse community for this Nigerian born human. But it has since grown far beyond that. This Afrofusion gourmet soup and sauce line was inspired by the fusion of cultures that exist in Canada and a yearning for authentic flavors from Africa and desire to share it with her community. This young millennial is an amazing entrepreneur. So put your ears together for the amazing Lola Adeyemi. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That felt like, I know, Ricky, I don't know, in, in our culture, they say things like to hype you. I feel high. You feel high, man. Good. Let's, <laughs> awesome. So let's stay with the hype. So what is the most empowering thought that you've had today? The most empowering thought is, you know, just go through the day and just make sure that you conquer all the obstacles that come your way. And the ones that you can't, you have another day to do it. Because to, to be honest, yesterday I had a meltdown. Oh. I had a meltdown. And um, I spoke to a friend, I spoke to my husband, and they were like, Lola, don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing so well. Mm-hmm. You know, we get so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. because of the things we haven't achieved and forgetting the, the hoops that we've jumped already. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, I would say that's one of the things I had to remind myself of today, not to not to get overwhelmed with everything. So we often share our highlights and my, you know, I typically like to start with like, tell me us a little bit about yourself, but you know, maybe yeah. tell us a little bit about who, who's Lola in meltdown. Like what, who shows up? <laughs> what does that person look like? Lola in meltdown is crying a little bit, <laughs> like second, because you know what? I grew up, my dad was, is, uh, is a retired military colonel um, and in Nigeria. And so we grew up, I always say our family was the family von Trapp without the music. Like it was strict, <laughs> like, you know, regimented and everything. And then I'm the last born and only girl, but I'm definitely not spoiled mm-hmm. in, in that sense. So I know how to really control my emotions, but sometimes, and I'm very, very like hardworking, hard on myself, everything. But then I sometimes bottle it up. Mm-hmm. And then it just bursts out. So, and it's not a tantrum. It's just a meltdown. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, crying. I need a hug. Mm-hmm. I need like, you know, I need, I, I, like, I just need somebody to just talk to. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that 
being vulnerable, mm. especially as an entrepreneur, really helps. Mm. Like, you know, having somebody that you can trust, um, that you can just pour your heart, heart to, especially if it's somebody who um, is also an entrepreneur of some sort or a mentor of yours that can just, you know, tell you to how to refocus. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's what has helped me when those meltdowns happen. But I've had a lot more meltdowns since I've become an entrepreneur than when I was working, <laughs> you know, because, oh my God, I asked myself all, a lot of the times, like, what am I doing? <laughs> well, you're doing something pretty great and I can't yeah. get to, I can't wait to, for you to, you know, express that a little bit more here, but, and so the, the you know, just so taking yeah. us through that trail. So I know after a meltdown, my, yeah. some of my most creative moments come after a mm-hmm. meltdown. So sometimes I'm like, okay, let me, cre- let me make up yes. a meltdown <laughs> so I can get back. And so who are you yes. coming out of your meltdown? Coming out of my meltdown is actually having a brand like it's super making a change from um, deciding what I was going to do in my career and starting uh, uh, working in IT mm-hmm. when a lot of my peers were still trying to figure it out, which is why I had like over a decade of IT experience before a lot of people even mm-hmm. were getting into it. Mm-hmm. So, and that led to so many achievements for me um, earlier on in my career. So meltdowns are things like, okay, Laura, what are you doing? What, what is the, what should you be doing? Cause you know, I, I, I'm the kind of person who sometimes can, want to, I, I love, I, I have like set goals for myself, a vision and things I want to achieve. And then if I write it all down and I feel overwhelmed, then I have to refocus. And that's what something that comes out of a meltdown. I love to write things down. Okay. I love to meditate on it. And after that, I calm down and then the ideas flow, mm. uh, especially in the shower. Okay. Yes. You know, I have to tell you the funniest joke. I, I shared with a girlfriend of mine that my dears, my ideas flow in the shower. So yeah. she went and Googled and got me a notepad. A waterproof mm-hmm. notepad that sticks on my shower wall with a pencil that oh with a, a special There's writing. Something like that? Yes, and you can I erase and yes, and you rip off the paper that you wrote on. It can get wet. Mm-hmm. You can erase it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yes, oh I was God, like, it's the, send me the link. Yeah, it is the yeah. best thing since sliced bread. And because my ideas come in the shower, sometimes I'm shouting to my husband. And he's like, you're in the shower. I can't hear you. Because like, I, <laughs> I want to just say it out before I forget. Right. Like, I have a paper. I can write it down. Yeah, I will. We'll, we'll share it. We'll share the link. And uh, yeah, so I, I totally, I love that. I love that. So today when you were busy writing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Writing it down and just saying, you know what? You've achieved all these. These are the things you need to do. Because the to-do list never ends. Yes. As, as I'm yeah. sure you know, mm-hmm. juggling everything that you do plus being, you know, in the corporate world as yeah. a leader, there's so many things you're juggling, managing the team, managing your team for your, your podcast, your other businesses. It's a lot. Yeah. And um, I'm at, still at the growth stage where I don't, I am the CEO, meaning chief everything officer. Yes. Meaning I, don't have, <laughs> I don't have like a team that is working with me um, to do a lot of things. Um, I'm at the stage where I'm finally starting to, outsource some of the yeah, um, yeah. Sort of things that I'm working on. So the pressure would, I'll be able to work on my business, not actively in it, mm-hmm. uh, but on it. So mm-hmm. I can really um, 
have a better hold of things. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it can be it can be a lot of uh, stress. <laughs> so I love that you said I am the CEO, Chief Everything Officer, and so right yes. into my next question, I'm big on affirmations, right? And you talked about yes. meditation and this, any other. Mm-hmm. So maybe you are about the I am's, but um, two most important words that we can say to each other. So what's your greatest I am? Oh, that's a very great, that's a very good question. Um, my greatest I am is, 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 I am, what's the word I should say? I'll, I'm going to say that I am favored mm. Woo. because, and let me tell you, Nkechi, because as you know, um, being a black woman immigrant, even when I was working in IT, I was the bottom of the, I used to tease myself and say, or tease with other friends and say, I was the bottom of the food chain, the IT chain, because you as like, I was only always the only one there Mm -hmm. most times. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I saw another black lady, I was like, Oh my God, finally. Right. (laughs) So, but I always had opportunities that will come my way. And I felt like, yes, I worked hard, but there were other people working hard as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know what it is. It's just like, you know, prayer affirmations, Mm -hmm. just believing in myself really Mm -hmm. strongly and that oozes out and people see it. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people a lot of times it's your confidence that gets you the job, your confidence that gets you that opportunity Mm -hmm. and you putting yourself out there because I put myself out there. You found me. Mm -hmm. Other people have found me because there are people who are entrepreneurs doing businesses, but they're not putting themselves out there. They're not speaking out. There's something that I mentioned about, if you're not, um, um, like for you to be promoted, mm-hmm. you have to be seen. Yes. Right. Yes. So, yeah. um, if not we're not seen, seen we're already not seen as black women. Yeah. So how are we going to be seen if we don't promote ourselves? Right. Right. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah, I would say it's favor. I've been highly, highly, favored. highly favored. Wow. I love that big calling on your life for sure. So yes. I, uh, I, and, and true, she's right. I saw an article on, um, on in, on LinkedIn, I was instantly inspired. I think it was like early in the morning and I, I yeah. sent her a note right away. I'm like, I'd love to get you on the podcast. And uh, I think the note was talking about how your soup was in the stores. Yeah. Yes. It's so yeah. I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, COVID pandemic, yes. you know, mm-hmm. has that been, um, helpful, hurtful, and who are you, you know, as we seem to be coming out of it? Mm. So it's two parts. It has been hard because as a new brand, there are a lot of things that you have to do promotion wise mm-hmm. in store promotion demos mm-hmm. um, so that people know the brand. That's not happening anymore. Um, so you have to spend money on other things in order to market, but you're marketing and competing in the online digital space now with all the bigger brands who have more money to push your ads down <laughs> the, the pole, right? Or the chain. So, um, so yeah, it's that struggle where I'm not able to front face with customers, get their loyalty, have them meet me because as a small brand, a local brand, when customers coming to the store and they see you, they're inspired. They're like, Oh my God, it's a woman. It's a black owned brand. Oh, I want to support. It's a local brand. You know, people want to support. So that's one of the hardest things um, that has, I would say uh, amongst other things, but that's number one. But 
there has been a benefit in that during this time, COVID, Black Lives Matter, and, you know, George Floyd situation that happened last year, um, there's been a lot of focus on supporting and helping small businesses. So the financial, the one of the biggest challenges that I've had um, getting into big stores, getting into Sobeys, is money because um, the food space, it's not service, it's mm. product. You mm. have to have money up front for product because you don't get paid in 30 days and mm. then the supplier and all that. So that whole supply chain, you have to have money, upfront money to be able to fulfill those orders. And so you need money. And with the situation that happened, there were some grants that came up. When I talk about favor in Kichi, like I applied for this grant, uh, True Castles, uh, a private law firm. And when I applied, I thought, you know, I've been applying for other grants, like, you know, even the ones I wasn't eligible for. But as I was applying, and that's what I tell people when they ask me, I said, even when you're not eligible, apply for it because you're perfecting your pitch skill. Mm. Right. So by the time the castles grant came, some of these grants are so complicated and complex. They ask for so many questions, even as almost asking for your blood type. Seriously, mm-hmm. it could be so complex, but the castles grant was more, they wanted to hear more about your story. So I'd already perfected it. I sent a submitted my application. And at the time they said, maybe they will split the pot between maybe three winners. Mm-hmm. But when I talk about favor, I was the sole grant winner for the whole grant and it was $75,000. Wow. The whole like 75,000. <laughs> That's how favored I was or impressed they were with the brand and my story and everything. They gave me the whole grant. Wow. So right now I have the money to be able to do my, the two new recipes that I'm, because I need to do R and D. I need to do all that stuff. So when I say I am favored, it's not because I am sure that I'm certain that there were other people that could have applied that had great businesses as well. I know some people who applied who have great businesses, um, but that's what it comes about favor, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, you know, also the government had um, the CRB, which I also took advantage of just in, in case to also have that line of credit mm-hmm. that I can lean on because as well, as you know, being a banker yourself, um, the bank will still rely on your personal credit to give you any line of credit. Mm-hmm. And not that my personal credit isn't great, but I don't want to have, I'd rather have free money as much as possible than get credit yes, I get it. Yeah. lean on my personal credit. So, yeah, so that's that's basically, I would say, the positive yes. of the pandemic. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, some of the negatives. And some of well. the challenges. We'll say some of the challenges are opportunities, challenges, right? Because yes. I think that everything in our lives that happen is there to grow us. And it's not, I don't think it's to hinder us or harm us, but it's mm-hmm. to, it becomes a lesson. So, um, and who would you say, like, if you think about who you were pre pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the skill sets that you've had to adopt to be able to navigate, you know, these changes as a young entrepreneur? You know, who, who are you coming out of this? Like, what has been your greatest lesson? Hmm. You ask amazing questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who I, who have come, we're still in it. <laughs> but yes. Who have yes. grown to yes. in the last year is just somebody who values family even more now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can't wait to 
see my like see my family um you know um and it's just the important things mm-hmm. valuing the important things i was talking to my brother the other day he was supposed to visit canada this year and he had he wasn't able to he's in france and i was just saying to him i'm like a lot of these things that we're chasing these goals that we're chasing is nothing when you don't have you have it's the family your love foundation friendship love is the foundation of everything and everything. if that comes off your feet mm-hmm. then everything falls down yes so that is number one for me and i'm i you know i can't wait to you know give hugs to my siblings and my family and all that but yeah i would say love mm-hmm. being somebody who puts love as priority yeah. more priority that's beautiful i just had yeah. to give that space because love is everything yes yeah yes yeah. So, you know, you've talked a little bit about your background, um, just in sort of reading up about you. One of the things I love and the fact that we share, you know, heritage is, you know, how much of your heritage is in, um, is what, you know, unfolded, you know, the sort of entrepreneurial um, path for you. And so I'd love you to take us through, you know, how did you go from IT to, you know, making soup and, you know, and then getting it onto grocery store shelves. <laughs> to be honest, I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. My husband uh, came from a family of entrepreneurs. His mom is a textile trader. His mm-hmm. dad is a business contractor. So he came from a family of entrepreneurs. And so he always wanted to do that. But I myself, I just have, I'm a very creative, artistic person. Mm -hmm. And so even though I was good in what I was doing as a consultant in IT, it was very limited when it came to creativity. Mm -hmm. So I needed an outlet to be able to be creative. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things that actually led me to actually starting a business wasn't because I wanted to start a business. I just wanted to fill a void that I was feeling mm-hmm. um, because um, my husband and I, we've been married, we met in university and we've been married for like almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. And um, this was in 2017. We've been trying to have a baby. We've had a few, um, you know, what, what did you call it? Challenges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there was just that time where I had a meltdown mm-hmm. and I was just praying to God, you know, and just writing down my wishes and my, my prayer list. And, um, and obviously the baby's number one, but then I had other prayers that I had. And one of the things I was like, okay, I have my nine to five, but I need something else that mm-hmm. would be something like a passion project, mm-hmm. something I can do that will take my mind off this whole thing that is basically out of my control. Mm -hmm. And I tell you all those, there was a day I was looking back and that's the thing about writing things down Mm -hmm. because you forget all the blessings and favors Mm -hmm. you've gotten. If you don't have the opportunity to look back, there was a day I was looking through the book and I swear to God, all those prayers were being answered Mm -hmm. except the baby one. But then the one, what I wrote down for the business was like, God, I just want to be able to, have something, a brand, create something that I can sell to people that people want to buy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. It was just generic. It was a generic thing. Um, And then gradually I just started thinking, the idea started flowing. And then one day in the shower, I was like, okay, wait, there's a gap in the market. I was thinking about like, okay, what area is there a gap? Because as an entrepreneur, to have a successful product, Mm -hmm. you have to think about a gap and Mm -hmm. fill that gap, Mm -hmm. be it service or product. 
So I thought about it. I've been thinking about areas of gap and I thought I'm going to do soup because as Africans, as Nigerians, soup is a daily, is a daily thing. We eat soup every day. We eat soup with sauce, sauce yeah. on soup, soup, in, yeah. and like we eat soup in the morning, even mm-hmm. sauce in the morning with bread, with yam, with, you know, mm-hmm. and coming here and realizing that a lot of the soups are the same soup in different packages. And as well, the idea of what soup is, is different, right? Soup is not for when it's cold. It's not in like mm-hmm. soup season. It's mm-hmm. every day. It's a hearty comfort food. Mm-hmm. And so I thought being Canadian, people loving soup, I wanted to bring a different idea of what soup is and what soup should be mm-hmm. and just introduce people to new flavors. And so I swear to God, that same day, I thought I'm going to have a soup brand. The brand name is going to be called It's Super. That same, what am I saying? Same moment. Mm-hmm. The name of the brand, the logo, the, everything just came flat. Wow. Like it was like a, I don't know. It was, it was an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a moment and, and I went down, wrote it down. It's super. I Googled. I was like, how is this name not taken? Mm-hmm. Like, how is it available? And so I booked that website, everything. And then I was like, okay, so wait, what now? <laughs> You just gave birth and now you need to think about how to take care of the baby. So, but yeah, that's, that's basically how this brand started. It was just having, and it's literally been my baby for the last two years. It's been something that I've been nurturing. It has grown. And the favor that I have found, it makes me, it always reminds me that there was a reason for this. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, it didn't just happen on a whim. It wasn't something that, okay, I'm just going to be an entrepreneur because it seems like it's something fun to do. It came because it was something that was given to me mm-hmm. as a gift yes. to give back. Yes. Right. And something that also fills that boy for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. And also a boy for me as an African immigrant, when I go to the grocery stores and I can't find something that reminds me that nostalgia of home, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to an Af- uh, any store, you go to the mall and they play Nigerian music and you're like, so imagine going to the grocery store and you see a goose yes. or you see yeah. a, a pepper sauce a nigerian stew yeah. that's something that'll be like wow i'm so happy i'm so impressed i'm so glad it yeah. gives you that joy yeah. and so that's the joy that i want to give to africans but also that joy of the bust of flavors in yeah. for canadians that flavors that they haven't tried before and so so far so good Wow, that is very, very proud of you. That is that is absolutely awesome. And so what's your big vision? Big vision is, you know, to become a multinational brand, you know, um, not just soups, but sauces, marinades, spices, like, you know, have a whole gamut of like different um, products. Um, that's, that's, that's my vision and to go into the U S conquer that going to Europe and just, just be a household name, um, representing, uh, African foods. Um, when it comes to like some of the, another brand that I look to and say, you know what, I can do this for Africa is Grace Foods. Grace mm-hmm. Foods has done amazingly well for Caribbean food. Mm-hmm. They brought so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that is very doable for African foods. And we have, it's such, Africa is a whole continent. Yes. It's such a diverse, Africa is so diverse mm-hmm. and our foods, our spices, everything is so diverse. There's so much, and it's such an untapped market. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just glad to be one of the pioneers to be able to start 
realizing um, the innovation that is missing and lacking uh, when it comes to African foods. I love it. And so, you know, now we're out of COVID. Everyone can go and do whatever they want to do. What's the first thing you're going to go and do? I'm going to travel, girl. Yeah. I'm going to be one of those people. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, have a de- you have a destination? Are we going back home? So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to relax on the beach and just let the, the wind flow through my hair and, you know, just, yeah, just practically relax. Um, you know, um, I don't, we don't know specifically when there's going to be that freedom to travel fully. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do want to go home because my dad is turning 80 this year yes, and um, I want to see him. Um, and, you know, as I don't know if you still have your parents alive. Yes, my dad, um, my dad oh. had his 80. He's 80, uh, 84. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you get that. You, I, I get that fear sometimes. I'm afraid to yes. receive that call yes. one day. Yes. And yeah. It happened. I, I, I'm just blessed that my dad is still alive and he's a very strong man. Yes. Um, but yeah, I want to be somebody who lives in diaspora and not being able to spend yeah. time, especially at this age. Yeah. I'm hoping that I can go home soon. I hear that. Time. I love that. I love that you said that every day. I, I, uh, so a couple of things, I make sure I'm FaceTiming with my parents. So, yeah. and then at night I, I give gratitude for the fact that I was able to talk to both of them because not everybody has that you know, blessing. That. Yeah. Gratitude That's every single night. Gratitude. It's the first item. I don't care if it Even though I, I say it, but actually active yeah, I write it. and active. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I am grateful all the time. I think about him. I'm like, okay, oh God, yeah. thank you. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's yeah, approaching his older age. And so, yeah. All right. That's a good, thank you for that. One. Yeah. So I'm going to take you through some rapid thrivers. So when you think of someone who inspires you, who comes to mind first and why? Someone who inspires me. Um, oof, I have so many inspirations, but I'm going to say um, the founder of um, Nix. Oh, yeah. Nix where? Yes. Yeah. And the reason why is because she was a go-getter. Like mm-hmm. I listened to her, I've read, like read about her story and everything. And the way she was gung-ho about her idea, even though nobody even believed it, even though she didn't have money and she just kept going. I mean, that, that just, every time I think about it and some of the sales tactics and the things that she had to do to even sell, like she, she said sometime that, she would call her friends and family to go to the store and go and, buy, and buy right. so, and pretend that there was sales happening. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember doing that. I told my husband when I first launched to go buy some soup at the store because I felt like it's been staying there for a while. I, I was like, oh my God, I did that. I did that. You know, so it's, it's, it's pretty, and she's a woman. And I just, you know, um, reading a story recently, um, or I've read her story, but also listening to an interview that she had recently. I think that's a recent inspiration, but I have so many other women, women, especially inspirations um, from young to old to like, you know, even some mentors of mine. Um, it's important. I think it's always important. And you are inspiring the next generation as well. And even the older generation like myself, you know, so keep yeah. it up. What is the daily activity that helps you with your thrive? A daily activity that helps me with my tribe is 
actually music. Mm. Yes, I love to either play some gospel music or some Nigerian music. That just Nigerian music gives me the ginger. Yes. <laughs> Gives me the hype and gives me like makes me just yes, makes like you, dance makes you... my own. I just feel good. And then gospel is just like when I'm just needing that hug mm. from the spirit, yeah, right? So yeah. you know, so yeah. I see a lot of books oh. behind you. What is a book that helps you with your thrive? Oh, hmm. A book that helps me with my thrive. I would say um never eat alone. Oh, I heard about that one. I think that yeah. I think I have another guest that has actually. Yes, I do. Um, I think Victoria Pelletier said that that was a yeah. great book. Yeah, Never Eat Alone by Keith Frazzi. Yes, yeah. she did talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of times, people when people reach out to me, um, because obviously there are not many people think it's really it is challenging to launch a food business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a challenge to run it, launch any business, but people see me doing this and they're like, Oh my God. So it's possible. How did you do it? They, they think it's like this very ultra, ultra impossible thing. And to be honest, it's really not right. It's maintaining the business mm-hmm. and longevity that is hard, mm-hmm. but actually launching, but in the black community, people don't realize that it's possible. Mm-hmm. And so people reach out to me and they're surprised that I'm willing to share information. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no value in me holding it back. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I pray you have success mm-hmm. and I want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. But launching is the beginning of... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Beginning. Yeah, just telling and them what to do doesn't make yeah, them successful. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have success. It doesn't mean you have the funding. It doesn't mean that your idea is the best idea. It's going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so... At least you started. the plan is for me, I want... I don't want to be... Like I said in, a, in an article sometime that I was interviewed, I said, I don't want to be a unicorn. I don't want to be the soul black women in the stores. I want there to be like an aisle for like African foods, like, you know, that, you know, a variety of so many foods that are coming from, from Africa. Right. And, and, and the Caribbeans and for black entrepreneurs. And so um, I'm excited about the future of that. And so when people come to me and ask, I'm like, I don't want to eat alone. I don't want to eat this cake alone. I want mm. us to all be there at the top together. So yeah, I think, I think, I love I that book. What is, yeah. an, what is an app that helps you with your Thrive? A what? An app. Mm. Okay, I don't want to say Spotify because then I already mentioned music. No, you can. Um. I, mean, I mean, the way to get to <laughs> music is... Through, yeah. Okay, so one thing that helps me, I love reality TV shows. <laughs> so, so, I'll say Prime. <laughs> Because um, um, I get like, um, what's some like, you know, it's so silly, but it just gets me going. I listen, you don't have to pay so much attention, but you listen, you're like, oh my God, really, girl? Like, yes, <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I am so, I, I hate to say, like, I am pretty intense and serious. And <laughs> like, come Friday, I just, I need, I need to just not. Like no podcast, no I, no technology, no reading, no no motivational stuff, no writing speeches, just soap operas. <laughs> Good bad TV. Good yeah. bad TV. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what is one misconception that people have of you as they see you thriving and doing what you're doing? I think. 
from afar, people don't realize that I'm approachable. Mm. I think I have a little bit of like a, not unfriendly, but like not very, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly the word to say, but when people now get to know me, they're like, oh my God, you're so nice and everything. But yeah, I'm not an extrovert in that sense. I'm, I watch first mm-hmm. before I open up so I can people think I'm quiet mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm just watching the environment and so when people say oh snobbish that's mm-hmm. the word mm-hmm. people sometimes think I can be a little bit of a snob but I'm not I'm 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 pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> awesome so where do we find more of you and where do we get your product um so more of me I'm online at www.itssuper.com uh, we ship Canada-wide, um, so you can buy online directly from us or at Sobeys, uh, select Sobeys in Ontario, uh, all the Whole Foods stores in Ontario, Healthy Whole Planet. Foods? Yes. You're Healthy Planet Foods. too? Wow, I just yes. had it. I have it. Yes. Yeah. All the Whole Foods stores, Healthy Planet, um, all, all the Healthy Planet stores that have a fridge, I think that's about 25 of their locations. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, some, you know, mom and pop um, indie stores like uh, Ambrosia Natural Foods, mm-hmm. McEwen's. Um, yeah. So, but if you check our website, you'll be able to find more locations on there. I love it. And this podcast is called Empowered in My Skin. And would mm-hmm. love to know what that means to Lola. Empowered in my skin is just being bold and being confident. Um, You know, I walk into a room and I just know that I stand out, Mm -hmm. not in a negative way, because I'm the only, a lot of times you're the only black woman in the room and that should give you empowerment, Mm -hmm. shouldn't give you, make you intimidated, shouldn't make you fearful shouldn't make you, even though the environment has put barriers to do that, mm-hmm. just walk confidently and push those barriers because the boldness to push it will shock people into adjusting and creating room for you. Yes. So um, that is what it means to me. It just means being bold and just going where other people haven't I'm tried. Before and creative trail for others to come through. I, uh, when you said that, when you said I walk into a room and I immediately thought of my Angelos. Phenomenal mm-hmm. woman. I walk into a room just as cool as you please. Ooh, yeah. I yeah. love that. So I just... Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I love the way you like, so, read your poems. Yeah. So I want to thank you. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you yeah. for the work that you're doing. Thank you for um, allowing us to enjoy, you know, this Afrofusion blend that has inspired your heart and come from a place of love. And I... Um, I I will admit that I am, I have not tasted the soup, but I have a healthy planet now that you just told me that. And I either plan to go there today, but definitely tomorrow. And I will be showing you um, what I bought. Can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the support. And um, so thank you for asking uh, and give me the opportunity to say yes. And, um, um, like I mentioned earlier, um, you've been an inspiration and I'm so glad that I'm sitting yes, here. Yes, we're sharing you. energy. I Honestly. love this. I, I love this. We are better connected than apart, yeah. right? So yes. to everyone that's been listening, I know you're inspired, but as she said, you know, just, you got to just go and do it. And even when you don't feel you meet the criteria, just still go for it. So, but for now, 
I'm going to have to say we're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> so there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl, and I'm out. <laughs>